Hello and welcome to Sport Radio's coverage of tonight's big WNBL matchup between the Canberra Transact Capitals and the Townsville Fire from the Southern Cross Stadium. Craig Gravel and Michelle Hocking with you to call all the action. It's second versus third tonight and the visitors came here in round six and got beaten when they should have won. The Caps are the only team to beat Townsville this year. They're looking for a fiery affair and Michelle we are looking forward to what should be a very tough game. Absolutely. I mean, the last time these two teams met in Canberra, it was a fantastic game, and I think it's probably the best basketball game we've seen in, in Canberra this year. And uh, I just think, you know, second and third, uh, Canberra want to get the, the two wins. Uh, Towns will clearly need to get the split. Um, and, you know, I spoke to both Bucks and Graffy before the game. And, and coming into the Christmas break, we're now about halfway through the season and it's really important that teams get wins against good teams and go into the Christmas break with some momentum. So both groups are really focused and ready for this one. Looking at last weekend's rounds of matches and Canberra was absolutely spanked against oh. a very impressive Adelaide side, 93-77. to 77. They went across to Perth and picked up a solid wind, 91 to 59, but very different levels of competition and Adelaide really put a uh, underline and exclamation point at title defence. Oh, absolutely, and and they you know gave Canberra a lesson. And I watched the game on ABC, and uh, they were just incredibly well drilled, so well disciplined, and they took Canberra well out of what they would have liked to have done. Well, as Michelle said, this Dandenong side has been going well. They defeated this Townsville side has been going well, defeating Dandenong last weekend in a thriller by four points. Michelle had a chance to catch up with Kerry Graff and uh, Peter Buckle ahead of the game. He had a pretty good game against Krauss last time, I think. Um, you know, they're, they're their two key scorers, and then we've got to be careful of the others. Lewis can step up, um, Kirk can get hers, Flanagan, you know. We've got to do the job on their, their key couple, but you've got to make sure the others don't step up. Any injuries for you? Uh, you know, Muscle White's minutes will be limited. She's got a, a stress hot spot in her foot. we just got to, you know, back off some of the practice time and... And the minutes now, we totally reduced the minutes in Perth, so we just got to play a limited minutes and get what we can out of her. And I guess, you know, you're leading last couple of weeks leading into the Christmas break, so it is really important to go into that break with a lot of momentum. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, if we can win these last three, it really sets us up well coming out of Christmas. We'll have the, the bulk of our games out of the way. We've got two buys after Christmas. Probably not as tough a schedule as we've had leading into Christmas, so, you know, it would really put us in the box seat to run home to the finals and get ourselves in a great position. Well, good luck tonight and thanks for your time. Thanks, mate. Bucks, last time you guys were in town, it was a fantastic game. Unfortunately, you went down by 10, I think it was, in the end, so you guys would be keen to get back uh, tonight. Yeah, that's exactly right, we are. Uh, you know, they're one up on us in terms of the splits as well, so, uh, uh, you know, just uh, making sure we level that score is, is uh, super important. And you know what? Not only that, we want to play well. We know we're up against good opposition. We think we've, we we think we got uh, we got a good game going on, so we want to play well. You mentioned when I spoke to you after the game that Canberra pushed you guys out of the game that you wanted to play. Obviously tonight, one of the messages to the girls is to like stick to our game, play our game. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> good. And um, you've got any injuries tonight, or are you travelling? No, we're okay? good. We've travelled okay. Great. And did you come down today? So how do you prepare for the road? Like you guys travel from Townsville regularly, but it, and it takes a while. It takes takes two thirds of a day to get uh, Townsville through, and because we lose the.
Well, with the coaches' thoughts under their belt, we get ready for this round 10 clash here at Southern Cross Stadium. And the Brights, bragging rights, will be for second position at the end of it. No surprise that Coach Buckle goes for Annika Kerr. Lewis Flanagan, Cox and Kryles are the starters for the visitors. Whilst a uh, interesting lineup for the Capitals. It's just about the same one every week. Abrams, Hurst, Musselwhite and Beatty in the centre with Abby Bishop on the edge. It's a good matchup. It is. And Musselwhite starting, as Graffy said, she'll play limited minutes tonight. She's carrying a hot stress spot in the foot. So we'll see how she goes. On the tip-off, Krauss and Beattie both getting hands on it. The second tip away was to Bishop. Bishop gets it to Abrams. Now it's Hurst. Comes down the right wing. Goes to Abrams in the corner. Inside to Beattie. Outside to Bishop. Left side now. Oh, Musselwhite drives to the centre of the left lane and makes a good little jump shot to commit the first points of the match. Good offensive execution. Canberra really moved the ball well to open up the penetration lane for Musselwhite then. And as Flanagan brought the ball down, Musselwhite again getting a hand on it before it could get to Lewis and now over the side. So Lewis starts it up again. Inbound ball to Flanagan. Then it goes to Krauss. She's inside the arc. Outside top is Cox and Abby Bishop. An early push on Annika Kerr. And the first foul has been called. And is that the game started, is it, Craig? Kerr well, coming up with the first foul. <laughs> Kerr being physical is no surprise here in the Southern Cross Stadium. Lewis looking to inbound it. She eventually has to go a long way in the front court. They're almost to the centre line to get to Flanagan. Gives it now to Lewis who ducks round, cutting on the free throw line. As the time was running out on the shot clock, she puts up a shot. Everyone railed away and Lewis got her own rebound. That gave it a new 24-second shot clock to the fire. Goes inside now to Krause. It pulls up low post left side. Outside to Flanagan. Inside to Krause who takes her position in the paint but the hook shot can't go. And it is Kerr giving away her first foul. So Bishop and Kerr, one foul apiece and the Caps get to work it out of danger. That was pretty solid. I mean, Graffy will be disappointed with uh, Townsville getting that offensive board in that defensive set, but um, it was pretty solid D from Canberra. As the Caps go to Abby Bishop, now on the left elbow, kick out to Hurst. Flanagan watching her currently. Hurst over the top, Beatty, Beatty not in the key. She dribbles in there now. Kick out to, uh, oh, Abrams, who puts up a very unusual shot but knocks it down. It's five points to nil here at Southern Cross Stadium as Flanagan gets knocked to the ground and Abby Bishop gets her second foul and that one a soft defensive one. And not something that you want so early in the game either, her second foul with eight, eight and a half minutes to go in the quarter. As Flanagan brings it into the front court, she zigzags, then goes off to Kerr. Kerr's been left alone here. She should have looked at the three. Instead goes to Lewis, who has a moment. Inside to Cox, outside to Flanagan. Flanagan for three. It was the right idea, but the ball hits the ring and bounces over the side. But they worked that well then, just the final execution on the shot didn't come off for the fire. That's right, and you'll just see Tolo's coming in for Bishop. Obviously, Carrie knows two fouls this early in the game is... Uh, you know, let's give uh, Bishop a little... It's bench time. Yeah. for Bishop, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hurst brings it up into the front half of the court. It is Tolo, handoff to Abrams, right 45. Abrams on the floor, goes to the charity stripe. Oh, she looked left, right, got away from Lewis, put up a shot, hits the back of the iron, falls away, and Townsville are in the front court already. It's Lewis again, has Abrams 
trying to bounce past her. Abrams gets a hand down there and knocks it over the side. It's a really quick pace at the moment. Both teams are pushing the ball down the floor quickly and uh, quite physical as well. Krause looks over the top, then goes back to Cox. Cox looking around. Oh, tries to find the cutter inside the curve. Krause picks up the ball. Oh, Flanagan has just absolutely run out of time there as she throws it away. Eventually, Cox gets a ball that was rolling out of court. It puts up a prayer from the sideline. It doesn't fall. And Beattie drives in the paint. That's good work. It's nice to see the big girls just backing themselves and driving hard at the basket. Absolutely. She really, you know, Tracy Beattie received that at the top of the key there and uh, recognised she had a penetration line, put the ball on the floor and drove hard to the basket and drew that foul out of, I think it was Krause who fouled us. So, yep. you know, that's good to see. And I think that's a, an element of Tracy's game that's really improved in recent times is the way that she does look to and actually put the ball on the floor and penetrate. Well, unfortunately, she didn't add to the score there, missing the first. Second one looked good out of the hand and it's six points to nil. Townsville, with seven minutes and 20 seconds left to go in the quarter, hasn't struck a blow. Kerr looking around. Kick away to Cox. Back to Flanagan now. Then to Lewis. Lewis, oh, again trying to go inside, but Moose just too strong. Eventually getting a hand on it and then wrestling away past Kerr to get the pass to Abrams who brings it forward. Beattie top of the arc. Oh, Beattie needs to take those three pointers just to get people accountable. Inside the Tolo tries to go across the paint and it is out over the baseline as Beattie couldn't hold onto it. But we talk about a penetration, but Michelle, that three point, even if she throws it and misses, it gets the defence in two minds. Well, it does, it, uh, but, you know, as a coach, you'd be saying, give Tracy the three and, and shut her down inside, I guess. But she does need to start looking to actually take that open look when it's there for her because it will make the defence having to have to adjust. Good defence there on Flanagan. They had to go to Cox, who had to run quickly into the backcourt for the inbound ball. She eventually hands to Flanagan now, and Lewis driving in. No, that's Kirby Dalgleish, who subbed in. And Dalgleish, well, has had a foul called on her charging foul. She looked like she was tripped more than charged. I think they called she raised the armbar so they called that on her. She, uh... Double team trap there. The ball was thrown in hope and Abrams got to it. Dumps to the right hand side on the elbow. Tolo's just zigzag. Bounces it on the ring and makes the shot. Look this is danger signs for Townsville. Uh, you know they're down eight zip. They haven't got a score in three and a half, three quarters of a minute, so uh, they really need to get a, a score this time down the floor. Flanagan goes to Dalgleish again, she's in three point zone, gets past Musselwhite, pulls up a Tolo, it comes off the iron, Tanya Smith's in there, and she will be fouled on the rebound, and should go to the line, that should be a, a putback attempt that she was fouled on and so hopefully they can make some points in dead time as we've got six minutes and three seconds and an eight nil scoreline. That's right and uh, you know they really do need to, she needs to ice these to let Towns or at least get on the scoreboard and then just consolidate a bit I guess. As Tanya Smith makes the first two. Oh, the next one is well short and Abrams cleans up at the charity stripe. Cox is wearing her like a glove at the moment, not wanting Abrams to set up anything else for the Capitals. As she goes to the corner, Moose dumps over the top to Tolo, goes to Beattie and Beattie just couldn't finish the layup off. 
Krauss doing excellent work in defence. Tolo's got great vision on the, in the path there as oh. Flanagan goes all the way. Tolo got a hand on it. Yep, that's why she's one of the leading block, shot blockers in the competition. Musselwhite got the half-court pass from Hurst and is good enough to draw the foul out of Jennifer Krauss. That's Krauss's second personal and it will see Annika Kerr come back into the game. And once again, Morse might be playing limited minutes, but certainly playing with a 100% heart. Absolutely, that's right. And, uh, you know, I guess one of the advantages that the Cats have in this game is that they'll have Vivi, who did her shoulder in this game and last time, yes, and, yeah. and they lost her. So, you know, with uh, Morse with limited minutes, they can rotate Bibby into that kind of, you know, spark offensive as they are about to do now. So, you know, that, that's... Uh, Moose has had a great start to the game. Has indeed. Ten points to one. The Caps lead with 5.32 left on the clock. Tolo almost got on an intercept pass in the backcourt as Kerr holds up for a moment. Goes to Flanagan. Then goes off to Dalgleish. Speedy reaches in, taps it away and Bibby's off to the races now. Oh, good reach in by Cox. Slowed Bibby down. She backed away to the three-point arc. <laughs> well, it did slow it down. She retreated and then cut hard to the basket. Reverse laid up and it's 12 points to one. Peter Buckle has to pull the ripcoat. Now, Absolutely. I was calling the play. You had the benefit of hindsight oh. to laugh at me. <laughs> no, look, that was great. Just Vivi. She literally took all five of them on in that play and just some great hesitation and then explosion and just straight under the basket and reverse layup. That's... Uh, Oh, that was Seriously, she backed away. She did, she did, and she did a fantastic job of just keeping her dribble alive and making the most of the opportunity. But, you know, if you're Townsville, you're thinking, we really need to put a stop on this right now. 12-1 down, uh, five minutes basically to go in this game, and they haven't looked comfortable um, in their offence. And whilst Canberra... I think have missed a few easy opportunities. They've uh, really been executing, playing at the, the game they want to play, pushing the ball down the floor hard and uh, exploiting the opportunities that they get. So It is. Uh, uh, interesting to also see, you mentioned about the vision of Tolo and it might be a good opportunity to talk and explain what you're meaning by a vision on such a, a big player who would normally be taking just a, a simple post role. Absolutely. I think she's, uh, watching her over the last couple of weeks, she's, for a big girl, has got great vision out of that. She finds, regularly finds players on cut action. When you've got Tolo on the floor with Beatty, as we've seen a few times, and although Beatty hasn't made them, she's been able to hit her on cut action and then out of the post. And that's fantastic. If she can draw the defence and then find the open player out of that, that's great. Flanagan, Kerr now with the ball at the left, at the right elbow. Bounce pass inside. Tanya Smith, nice good body work there just to move Beatty back. Absolutely. She did a great job of using her body to get some space to get the shot off over the big hand of Tracy Beatty. As now Hurst on the left side. Goes to the top of the arc to Beatty. Goes right side to Bibby. Bibby takes on Kerr. Uh, takes on Lewis. And Lewis has been called for the foul now. They're calling that hand check really, really tight tonight, Craig. They've been very consistent on it. Some weeks you see that they're not, not calling it quite so tightly, but consistency has been good tonight. Just looking at the, uh, the officials tonight. And uh, Bibby at the line. I know it's Claire Stevenson. 
Damien, no, that's Damien Nemeth. That's Damien Nesmith, and I can't pick... Uh, isn't it terrible when you can't pick the last one? <laughs> Bibby makes both, and it's 14 points to three. And Townsville still with it all to do, with four minutes and 35 seconds left to play. Cox over the top goes to Tanya uh, Smith. Cross court to Lewis. Lewis goes down the baseline but can't pull off the shot. Beattie getting double teamed there. Eventually throws it away. Tapped away by Lewis into the hands of Tolo. It gives it to Bibby. Bibby had time to think about a three. Instead over the top to Tolo. Outside to Beattie. Beattie put it on the floor but had to back away. Gives it to Bibby. Goes to the cherry stripe. Oh, just a little bit hot. As Carrera charging after the ball. And Abrams comes up with it. 22 seconds on the shot clock. Four minutes. Left to go in the turn. Beatty has it at the left at the right elbow. Then goes left to give it to Bibby. Bibby starts, stops, backs around. Pereira now drives down the left-hand lane, gets into trouble as Cox comes at her. Goes back to Bibby for a long-range three, but it was not to be. And Tanya Smith does the rebounding. Flanagan bringing it down the floor. We'll talk about that defensive effort in a moment. It's Kerr who gets the foul from Tolo and Kerr. Won't go, to, won't go to the line yet because Caps are only on four team fouls now. But it is important to note five team fouls is the uh, Townsville fire. Inbound ball from Lewis through the hands of Kerr to Flanagan as she works around, clockwise around the arc. Goes to Cox for three and that will give them some life, Michelle. Absolutely and, uh, you know, Cox is really been quite well held in this first couple of minutes by Abrams but uh, you can't keep it down for too long Bibby for three at the other end looks good and it is that's the way you reply isn't it <laughs> 17 to 6 as Lewis loses the dribble has to go back find it gives it to Flanagan who goes to Kerr Kerr is at the top of the arc it's Cox on the right 45 Bounce pass to Lewis. Lewis looks to take on Bibby. Gets to the charity strike. Oh, well blocked by Beatty and Tolo. Yeah, look, good defensive effort. Good rotation and scramble on that to continue to, to get a hand on that shot. Over the top, Abrams goes to Tolo in the paint. She takes the time, doesn't get the first shot away. Second one is travel. No, sorry, the referees haven't called the travel. That was me calling oh, the okay. travel, Craig, but... Yes, yeah, she did. She'll go to the line. I just thought that her footwork there, she actually shuffled on that one, but uh, I don't have a whistle. No. And <laughs> Keegan Roscoe comes into the game for Lewis as Krauss has had her break. I think more than having her break, she has, has uh, got those two fouls. So I don't think she was out of the game because the coach no. wanted her to be. No, absolutely not. Tolo couldn't make either of those. Uh, so not an expensive foul in the schemes of things. As Flanagan beats a good pass down the floor, pulls up, then backs away. Bounce pass inside to Kerr. Tolo blocks that, but I think Tolo's being called for the foul. She she moved her arm as she was making that block and it hit the arm of, of, um, of uh, Kerr. Yeah. And that will put Townsville into the bonus. That's right. So, uh, you know, here's an opportunity for Townsville with uh, two and a half minutes basically to go in this quarter. If they continue to look to exploit one-on-one situations or feed the ball inside and let people go to work, they might actually get to the charity line a little bit. It's in there and she makes the shot. 
So, 17 to 8 now as Kerr sits down. And with the inbound ball to Pereira. Pereira zigzags down the floor, goes back to Musselwhite. Musselwhite into the corner to Bibby. Bibby just trying to get away from Flanagan. Does enough with the screen from Fish, uh, from Bibby and Bibby nails the three. That's right. And look, that's the, probably the third open look that Bibby's had from three-point land and she's made two of them, I think. So they really need to do a better job of showing themselves on those ball screens in particular and getting through it as Musselwhite's been called for a foul. Yeah, Cox will walk the floor now as Musselwhite uh, just gives away her first personal. And, uh, well, it was an interesting foul too because she was just trying to get in there and do some D on one of the best players in the WNBL. Right. <laughs> oh, oh. Rowie missed both of those. That's unusual. Yeah, talked her up too much. 20 points to eight here and inside a minute, 50 seconds to go. Pereira, she's really dancing around here. McKeek and Roscoe is looking over on her. Inside to Beattie. Oh, Tanya Smith. I thought she had done enough then. But... No, no. Well, the referee's called the foul, so Beattie will go to the line here. I thought Tracy did an, actually did a good job of looking to make a move on Smith and uh, get herself to the line. As we wait now for Beattie, who's shooting at 50% from the line tonight, is potentially going to be shooting at no better than 50%. <laughs> That's right. As Tanya Smith sits down. It's been quite, in terms of uh, foul shooting percentage, the game is quite low. Cause, uh, oh, she's 25 and, as she misses both. 20 points to 8 here. As Townsville bring it into the front court. 1 minute 35 left to go. Cox looking around, gets a good screen from Cherie Smith. Block shot, but Krauss was in position there to rebound and it's a 10-point ball game now, 20 points to 10, 1 minute 22. Look, if Townsville go into this quarter break in sort of single figures, they'll be happy with that, given the way they started. Oh, Cox came up with a nice block on Michelle Musselwhite and Musselwhite has fouled her after that and uh, Cox will walk to the line again and she'll be pretty focused and wanting to make at least one of these ones. I'm sure she... Uh, she will be able to do it as uh, Cox will be ruining the last time she was at the line. Canberra have just made some wholesale changes. We've got Hurst, Abrams and Sinclair coming back on with Tolo, Pereira and Musselwhite taking a rest. Well, she misses the first. Mm. Made that second. Did indeed. And it's 20 points 11. So back inside... Double figures now is the game with one minute and four seconds left to run. Beattie goes left side to Bibby. Bibby takes off, gets to the left lane. Oh, the left-hand jump shot almost tantalising. Bounced on the ring twice and Beattie slapped it over the baseline for a Townsville ball. That's right. And that's usually bread and butter for Jess Bibby. So um, she'll be unhappy with missing that one. As they bring the ball back down the floor, goes to Flanagan. Now to Cox for three. No, long range two. Beatty tries to clean up. Cox has fouled. Beatty again. And we walk the floor. We do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's good to see... Oh, right? no, they've called it out of bounds. Oh, OK. Oh, no thought, foul call there. I thought yeah. there was a foul call there, but... 
Well, could, could well have been, but <laughs> hasn't been was, blown on this occasion. Yeah, so. there was there was a chance of it. But it's good to see Roani starting to really get into this game. She's getting after offensive boards hard and uh, looking to make some steals defensively. I've only called Cherie Smith once in about two and a half minutes as uh, Sinclair is out there watching her at the moment. Abrams, oh, I thought that was a travel actually. But uh, McKeegan Roscoe now has been called for a foul. And uh, you'll have to explain that foul to me because I can't quite pick up what happened. I think what they've called is there was an on-ball screen and they've called that McKeek and Roscoe tried to push her way through the actual screen action. So, Abrams makes the first. 21-11 with a second, all net. It was fairly soft call though, Craig, I would say that. Uh, I didn't think it was there, <laughs> neither did Peter Buckle just quietly. No. <laughs> and Roscoe, oh, that's the laziest dribble. How many steps can you take to a bounce? <laughs> As Krauss now gets it down low, goes outside to uh, Flanagan, gets inside to Cox, and Cox does well to get over the top of Abrams. But Abrams gets the inbound pass from Beattie and is already in the front court, backing away, goes back to Beattie. Oh, Trace, take that shot, please do it for me. No, she goes inside again and can't quite make the jump shot work. On the buzzer, McKeegan oh, Roscoe tantalises <laughs> the fans with a half-court bomb, and in the end... It is the Capitals leading 22 to 13. Yeah, and look, you know, nine points. So, you know, Townsville will not be happy with the fact that they're down by nine, but they'll certainly be happy with the fact that they're only down by nine, considering the way that they started. I think it was out to 12-1 in the first few minutes of the quarter. So they've done a good job of, uh, you know, really consolidating and working hard and getting themselves back into the game a bit more and particularly I think um, you know losing Jennifer Krause early with those foul problems uh, created some difficulties for for Townsville and uh, Rowani Cox really stepped it up coming down the stretch there not only in terms of her scoring output but just the level of effort that she was putting in defensively and contesting the board so that was good signs for Townsville. And I think you also need to remember that Townsville got Abby Bishop out of the game very early. And Bishop, this is Bishop's season so far. Points, 191. Only behind Cox on 202 in the WNBL at round 10. Offensive rebounds, 48. The next best is 34. Defensive rebounds, she's on 94. The next best, Shelley Hammonds, at 84. At 10 better than the next best. Mm-hmm. Total rebounds, 142. Next best, Shelley Hammonds, is 113. That is a big year that one A. Bishop is having. She is having a fantastic year. She's, you know, mo- she's, I think she's double-double every week, uh, every game, and she's just performing. And I think that uh, despite the fact tonight that she got two early fouls, I think that the element of her game that's impressed me most is the way that she's actually starting to um, get herself not get into foul trouble as frequently as she did last season. Yeah, just looking at some of the stats now here. Rebounds, it's a 10 to 12 in, um, in favour of the Caps. Although total rebound percentage, 52 to 48. Uh, well, that's because it's 11 to 10. <laughs> I think the biggest lead, that 12-point lead, which is now down 
to nine, nine at, yeah. at, the, at the quarter. Absolutely. But the one telling stat here is the points off the bench. You know, Capitals have got 12 out of their benches and uh, Fire have only got three. So, uh, you know, they probably need to get a better contribution coming out of the bench. Yeah, leading scorer on the floor is Jess Bibby with 10. As we restart play here at Southern Cross Stadium, quickly Flanagan goes inside to Cox and Abrams is called for the foul. Cox will go to the line. That is Abrams' first personal. And, uh, well, it's Cox who's not shooting well percentage-wise here. She is only at... As she makes the first, so it's irrelevant now. She is only at uh, 25% from the free throw line. She increases that percentage with those two points. So it's 22-15 and Bucks would be happier with that. Abrams goes inside to Bishop. Oh, Bishop goes to Beattie who is cutting at the basket. Mugged by Cox. The ball falls away. Cox now getting it at the other end. Jump shot doesn't fall. Cox taps it away but Hurst was there waiting. So it's getting uh, quite physical down under the basket there. They were calling those soft arm bars early. Will they do it in the second quarter? Bishop goes away, kicks it to Abrams. Inside to Bishop. Oh, gets to basket side. Is able, one bounce in the paint and then lays it in. Referee just wanting to have a quick chat to uh, Jess Bibby, who knocked the ball away when it was coming through to hit her on the head. That's right. And that was a nice two-person play there from Abrams and Bishop. They just moved the ball inside, outside, got a good angle and reversed the... Reverse field and, and fed it to Bishop beautifully. Well, it's uh, Flanagan handoff from Krauss down the left lane. She backs away, goes back to Cox. Cox, oh, Bibby strips through the ball and Abrams brings it down the floor again. Interesting, Abrams doing a lot of the one work here. She's carrying the ball a lot, but it kind of makes sense when you think about the matchups. Um, in terms of, you know, Hurst has got Flanagan face guarding her basically and, and Cox is a great defender but Kelly probably on, on ball carrying is, is able to manage that in a better way. Yep, uh, this time Beattie tried to go to the left. Unfortunately, it was a bit too high. Cox didn't get a hand to it either and it's a turnover in the front court. 24-15 as McKeegan Roscoe for three off the back of the iron and uh, that one's ours. As uh, Cox tries to uh, get the ball back. And, uh, well, I didn't think Cox was the last one to touch it, but uh, neither did Bucks. Anyway, uh, Caps have the ball in the front court now. Hurst just runs it up there, bounce pass to Bibby. As Bibby goes right side. Oh, Abrams taps it away. Bibby gets back to it this time. Cox. Taps it away. Oh, Annika Kurd just throws it into Bishop, thinking he was going back out. Bishop grabbed it, put up a shot, and didn't score. Bucks, lucky he's got short hair because he wouldn't have any left. He's pulled it out a few times. Inside Kerr goes to Cox. Shot drops. Beatty gets a foul, and Cox will go to the line. I just love watching Cox play. You know, she is so active without the ball in her hands. She consistently makes good cut action. You know, she just works so hard away from the ball that uh, she's really, really very difficult to defend because you cannot you know, lose focus for a half a second. Yep. It is Cox to shoot one for the bonus. Eight minutes left to go in the half. 
Shot is good, and it's 24-18 here at Southern Cross Stadium. Oh, Hurst almost fell out there to Stolo, threw that ball in so shallow. Hands off now as Hurst carries it down the floor with Cox watching her to Bibby. Bibby goes into the corner to Hurst, then it's back to Bishop. Tolo in the paint, gone for a travel as she tried to zigzag around, or tried to step around Jennifer Krause. Yeah, and she probably just needed to really kick that ball outside again and get a repost and, uh, you know, let the offence flow. But, you know, she was looking to go hard at Krauss, which isn't a bad idea. She's got a couple of early fouls. As Flanagan brings the ball up the floor. It's McKeegan Roscoe over the top. Goes to Cox on the elbow. Cox triple teamed inside that time. (laughs) Then it's back to Kerr on the right lane. She jacks one up. I think she was looking for the foul then. Ball rolls off Abby Bishop's foot as it will be. A Townsville ball with five seconds left. Lewis comes in for Townsville as Pereira checks in for the Caps. Bibby sits down and Makiko Rosso sits down as well. Flanagan over the top kicks it to Lewis. Lewis drives down the left lane. Tolo rejects it. Pereira's off to the races now. Pereira almost gets it tapped away by Lewis. Goes back now to Hurst. Hurst looking around, just taking, bringing the momentum down. Still, oh, gets Flanagan far enough away that she can't put the three-point shot up. That'll be a three-point play because Colo gets the put back in and the foul gets called as she makes it. It's the second personal foul, I think, on Rani Cox. Yeah, and look, that was, uh, you know, a good on-ball screen action for Hurst to come off and take that three, and uh, Tolo did a great job of getting on the boards for that, and Buckle would be disappointed with the miss on that box out. That's just, you know, 101 rebounding. Yep. Oh, Tolo misses it, so Kerr now getting the rebound, brings the ball down the floor, kicks long to Cox, bounce past the Krause, right elbow, Krause, oh, leaves the jump shot short, Gives a rebounding chance now. Kerr can't put it back in. Tolo looks after it. It's Bishop quick pass. Abrams Pereira lays it in off the glass. It's Flanagan. She tried everything she could. Fantastic transition basketball from the Capitals then. They just ran the floor hard and found the open play and moved the ball brilliantly. 28-18 as Cox has it on the right 45. Goes back to Flanagan now at the top of the key. Then it's back to Lewis. Lewis in the paint. Kick out to Kerr. Good 18-foot job shot. No, it's not. There's some glad wrap on that Townsville ring. And it didn't drop, even though it looked like it was going to. Tolo now quickly off Bishop down low. She brings it back to the old bow. Puts up the shot. Basket doesn't count as Kerr gets called, I think, for her second foul. Timeout is called by Peter Buckle. And, uh, well, it's back out to a 10-point ball game here. There's six minutes and nine seconds left to play. That's right, and I think that um, particularly offensively, Canberra's transition is hurting uh, Townsville. They are, if they're not getting the transition basket, you know, they've got Townsville caught out trying to scramble and rotate and recover uh, defensively that they're finding the good scoring opportunities. At the other end of the floor, I'm, I'm impressed with the way Townsville are at least trying to get after the offensive boards and, uh, you know, really are trying to contest it. Well, I'm trying to get some scorers here, just having some trouble with the live stats. But uh, 28 to 18 with six minutes left in the half. Townsville not out of this game. Absolutely They're just not, 
playing anywhere near their potential. No, and they're missing some ones they really should make. And I think if you look at, we can't get the score. Shooting but percentage. Yeah. It and, was know, at 43% for the Caps, which is like you're almost hitting everything you make. Um, and 27 for Townsville. That's right. So 27 for Townsville would be one of the worst they've had this season. Yeah, they really need to lift their shooting percentage. And I think the other problem with the scoring is that I would say 80% of the scoring has come through Rowie Cox. There hasn't been too many other scorers on the floor. So, you know, they have to find some other people to start making some scores for them so that it doesn't all uh, land on Rowie's shoulders. I, I, I've got Cox with 10 points just unofficially. Yeah. And she sits down now, so... She needs a break. It's been an intense game. Breaking a quick sugar hit as she gets into the jellies. Into the jellies. <laughs> ball in from the side for the Capitals. Abrams, Pereira, Tolo, Bishop and Hurst. Working their way around. Goes back to Abrams who inbounded the ball. Tolo on the right lane. Well, almost mugged there, but good work. Cherie Very Smith hard. reaching in, but the Caps just couldn't make, it, make Townsville pay there for some sloppy defence in the end. And it will be Townsville who build up now for the attack. Flanagan goes right side, gives it to Lewis. Lewis into the corner to Kerr. Back to Lewis now. Back to Cherie Smith, then to Flanagan over the top. Goes to Krause on the lane. Krause, oh, she tried to bank in a jump shot from about 18 feet. Kerr did almost everything and draws a foul out of Bishop. She'll shoot for two, but I didn't see a foul there. No, and, and Abby Bishop very consciously stepped away from that contest, knowing that you know she was out of position and was going to get uh, was going to call the foul if she had have tried to contest it, and uh, she got blown on it anyway. I think the ref might have blown the whistle a little early on that one. Mayo, oh, it hit everything there. Mm. Backboard, front of the ring, back iron, net. <laughs> but it didn't go through. It didn't go where it needs to go. <laughs> Makes that the second. <laughs> it's 29-19 here with 5 minutes 25. Left to go on the half. Hurst bringing it straight up the centre. Petey was running just in front of her enough to stop the face and the guard from Flanagan. Goes to Beatty now. Take the three-point shot, Tracy. Okay, iTunes it now as you can get. Sport Radio on WNBL on iTunes. Beatty turns at the low post left-hand side. And makes the shot, 30-19. Quickly down the floor, Pereira slaps it out of court. Interesting, Tully Bevelac were almost field at that one. <laughs> Inbound ball going to Flanagan, then off to Krauss, outside to Sheree Smith. Lewis, bounce pass to Kerr. Kerr, kick out to Flanagan, back inside to Krauss. Krauss tried to get over the top of Beatty then, had no room to work in. She just didn't use her body well then. No, that's right. And uh, probably just needed to step back and take the short-range jumper on that one. There's the ball at the other end. Short-range jumper works. It does as Tolo knocks that one down. But Canberra are being very smart offensively. They're executing extremely well, pushing the ball down the floor quickly and then getting into their half court and going to work against the big... It's Lewis, handoff from Kerr, back to Lewis. Lewis pumps up a prayer, and Townsville are just throwing this game away. They've got the goods to match Canberra, but they're not playing with any intent. Hurst, bounce pass down the baseline to Pereira. Pereira kick out to Musselwhite. Musselwhite zigzags away from Flanagan, and Musselwhite left-handed jump shot makes them pay. Gee, the Caps have got two good left-handed jump shots. 
exponents there with they Michelle Musselwhite and Jess Beattie. Krauss tried to dribble the ball around the edge of Beattie. Still didn't get around her. Had to go out to Flanagan, then back to Kerr. Gives it off to Lewis. Lewis backs away. Goes back to Flanagan. Foul called off the ball. I think they called the travel on the receive actually on Flanagan. Flanagan's holding her head here. Holding a nose as if she got a slap across the nose. She certainly did on the half of the penetration, but I think the travel came first. So. Well, Muscle White to inbound the ball. Abrams gets it from her. 34-19, the game getting away from Townsville Fire, who just have not lifted at all tonight. Beattie goes to Abrams now. Cherie Smith watching her. Smith got a hand on the ball, but Beattie got back to get it. Musselwhite goes for another three, and it was in from the moment I left the can. (laughs) This is really killing Townsville now. Absolutely. Sorry. It's the credit to the Canberra defence. They've just taken Townsville out of their game as White goes to... uh, White Smith, sorry. Yeah, Smith inside, going a couple of times at it. Cox gets the ball as it's tapped away after it hit the ring. Taps it back to Flanagan, who is at the centre circle. She sets up, counting to the right-hand side. Goes for three, unattended. Nothing's dropping. That shooting percentage just has not really changed for Townsville in the second quarter. Krauss inside, outside to Tanya Smith. They're trying to go with as much body as they can get out there. Cherie Smith now, going to Rani Cox. She left it short, she knew it too. Hurst picks up the ball and carries it back down. It's Hurst, pulls up at the three, then goes down the lane. Uh, Rachel Flanagan, crazy, just fronted her after the ball was well gone. Now, after the ball's well gone, you can hit the arm, but you can't front the player, sure, front the player, which is what uh, Flanagan did then. That's right, and Hurst is out of the line for two here. Two minutes and 25 seconds left. Both teams on three team fouls apiece. Flanagan sits down. Bucks doesn't want to talk to her because he'd probably be a bit angry. (laughs) Cherie Smith also sits down. McKeegan Roscoe. Heads out onto the floor. So, the New Zealand rep player looking to get some more minutes as Pereira subs in for Natalie Hurst, who sits down. 39 plays, 19, and it's quickly gone out to 20 points. Canberra will be pleased with that. Townsville not so pleased. Lewis just zigzagging on Pereira. Working around to the left side. Now back to the right. And, uh, and a charge called on Lewis. And that must have been called on Beattie. Uh, they've actually called a, a Smith on a moving screen there. So Tanya Smith, who was trying to set the screen, hadn't established position, so they've blown an offensive foul on her. Third personal on uh, Tanya Smith. Mm-hmm. Two minutes and uh, five seconds left with Pereira in the five. Goes to Tolo. Tolo zigzag down in the paint. Great work with the body and the height advantage there. Absolutely. She did a good job of going to work down there. 41-19. Oh, this is not good for Townsville. Someone say blowout? Maybe. McKeegan Roscoe inside to Cox. Cox in the paint. Abrams gets drawn and fouls. Yeah, and Rowani's really working hard and trying to create some opportunities there for Townsville and uh, gets herself to the line, and that's just through pure hard work and smarts, really. It is indeed. Cox now at the line. 
Shot is short. Bibby looking to sub in now for this last minute 41. I think they're still measuring Bibby's time as well. As the second shot doesn't drop, Beattie gets it. So 41, 20, as Pereira goes a long pass to Musselwhite who is cutting. That's almost veal Musselwhite at the flames. It is. That type of play. The shot from Beattie doesn't drop. Cox comes up with it and brings it down the floor. Pull up, low post, left side, can't bank it in. Beattie now throws it out in front of Musselwhite. Oh, tapped it to Pereira. Pereira didn't think Musselwhite was going to get it. And Musselwhite has every confidence in the world so she yes. thought well I'll just tap it in front of Pereira and get her to um, you know have a clean run to the basket but Pereira zigged when she should have zagged falls out over the side and uh, we have another timeout I think that was called by uh, Graffy yeah I think you're right but uh, probably not a bad call from uh, Townsend's perspective they're down 21 points now only a minute and a quarter to go but they really do need to you know regroup and uh, try and go into the half at least with something positive out of this last minute of the game and of the, of the half sorry so that they can try in the second half to get back into it well it's 41:20, one minute and 17 seconds and, uh, you know, as I said, Townsville have got so much more potential, but the shots aren't dropping when in that first part of the game. And that's really meant that they're not looking for those shots anymore. They're trying to work it to the really low, you know, low percentage or low risk shots, I should say, when they should really be chancing their arm a bit more because they've got nothing to lose. But I guess... That can be seeming to be ill-discipline if you're not running through your offensive set before you take the shot. Well, I think, and I think that the, the key here is really the Canberra's defence has taken them out of what they want to run, so they're not getting their usual shots. So they're shooting a low percentage, and you know that starts to play on your confidence, and you know it just all sort of flows from that. So, oh, Bibby tries to steal from McKeek and Roscoe, and uh, McKeek and Roscoe. We'll shoot for two as that was a soft armbar. It was, yeah. So they remembered that rule now. <laughs> Nikita Roscoe goes to shoot two as that is the 15th foul on the Capitals. I didn't see um, how many on Bibby that time. As Nikita Roscoe makes the first. She's playing more minutes this game than she did when we saw them last time. Craig, I don't know if she was injured or... He's just playing back into some form, perhaps. I think Flanagan's out of form, too. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Pereira now brings it down the floor. Goes back to Tolos at the top of the arc. Kicks to the left-hand side and finds Moose. Moose pulls up on the dribble, goes back to Tolo. Tolo in the paint, kick out to Pereira. Pereira faked a couple of times. Got away from McKeegan Roscoe. Goes left side, but Musselwhite can't get it to fall. But Tolo was just trying to pull in the rebound and she's tapped it in. She has. She's just got the tap in. So Is that an alley-oop? <laughs> well, not quite. <laughs> but that was good offence from Canberra. They really wound the clock down and got the shot off with three seconds to go through good ball reversal. 27 seconds left on the game clock as oh, Lewis tries to take on Tolo. Tolo now just threw it too far out and ahead of Pereira. But McKeegan Roscoe touched it before it went over the baseline. Yeah. So the Caps will get it back with 16.8 seconds to go in the half. Oh, this is a comedy of errors by the Townsel side. I've never seen a Townsel side play so badly. Pereira now 
goes back to Bibby for three. Oh, wouldn't that be the uh, nail in the coffin? Beatty trying to go for the rebound, taps it over the side. And with 6.6 seconds left to go, it is Townsville's ball. So, McKeegan Roscoe, inbound over the top, gives it to Cox. Cox, zigzag, three-point attempt on the buzzer is good. One second left, it's all over at the half. Well, Townsville Fire trying to rally back, but they still are like the boy with the barrow. He having it all in front of them at the long break. 43-25, your thoughts before we take a break here on Sport Radio's WNBL. I just think that uh, Canberra's defence has really taken Townsville out of the game that they want to play. Uh, you know, it's manifested them in a low shooting percentage for them and they're not getting the options they want. Critically, they lost Krauss early in that first quarter, which really just, you know, swung the momentum of the game and changed the look of the, of the line-up, uh, which was not a position that Townsville have been able to really get back from. Well, we need to take a break here on sportradio.com.au. We'll be back with all the stats from the first half and, of course, live action from the second half here at Southern Cross Stadium at sportradio.com.au, Capitals Basketball. Welcome back to Southern Cross Stadium as we get set for the second half and stats at halftime, Michelle, are interesting reading, particularly if you look at shooting percentages. Absolutely, and, and that's really, uh, you know, the telling factor. If you look at that, the Townsville Fire is shooting 18% from the field up to half-time, so they're not going to compete in any game against any team shooting 18%, let alone against the Capitals. Capitals are shooting at 48%. The stats across the board are pretty um, even, you know, 24 mm. to 20 on the rebound count, turnovers are about the same. Uh, foul situation about the same. So there's no difference other than the shooting percentage resulting in the difference in the score. And that's the field goal shooting percentage. That's right. Because from the free throw line, Townsville's shooting at 65% and Canberra's only shooting at 60 Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, that's not a good percentage from either team from there either, really. So, uh, but, uh, you know, that that's... You know, that 18% is really killing Townsville. Just looking at the scorers, uh, you know, we've got both Bibby, uh, sorry, yeah, just Bibby and yep. Mariana Tola. Sorry, 10 for Bibby, 8 for Tolo. And for Townsville, Rowani Cox is doing all the scoring. She's got 15 for them for the game. One thing I am interested in seeing that even she is getting good minutes, 9 minutes and 17 seconds there, I thought they were actually still taking her a bit easy. And I guess she hasn't played a full quarter yet, but... She has just uh, had a lot more minutes than what I actually thought she had. Yeah, she's, uh, you know, she's still going to get, I mean, they may well be giving her a slightly less minutes because she's injured, but coming off the bench, uh, I don't think her minutes overall will diminish from what she played when she started because, you know, she's just such a spark and uh, brings so much to the floor and I think she's relishing the role, actually. She hasn't got as much... um, What's the word I'm looking for? I guess, you know, pressure. coming off... Pre- as much pressure, exactly, you know. So she can come in and really just spark. The only other stat here, Craig, that's of interest is the fact that the Capitals, have, from points off the bench, have got 22 points as compared to Townsville with five. So. I'm just having a look at this shock chart, too, because I think what we'll find is, when I look at this shock uh, chart, you're going to see a lot of paintwork being done, which is what you just said, of course. <laughs> but I, I think you're going to see a lot of paintwork being done right underneath the basket rather than sort of nearer the charity stripe because Tolo and Beattie are being so picked. The other thing 
I didn't look at was the minutes for Abby Bishop because Bishop got those two personal fouls so early. Yeah, she's down at six minutes for the game. And for the Cavs to be dominating in such a strong way and getting so much out of Tolo, I think that's a great sign and perhaps a bit of a turning point for Mariana Tolo. Yeah, absolutely. She has played uh, more minutes this game than we've seen her play so far, I think, at the half. And uh, she's certainly making the most of that opportunity. I think she's still growing into her role and still working out how she fits in with this group. And, uh, you know, there's some good rotations there with uh, Bishop and Beattie and Tolo. And she's just finding her way, I think, a little bit. You're going to have to help me out here because the live stats have just gone down, <laughs> So I couldn't get my shock chart after all that. No. But as the teams continue to warm up, and uh, one thing that's fascinated, fascinated me this year, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Dalgleish 12 last year and Sinclair 9? And uh, this year, Dalgleish is in the 9 and Sinclair's gone for the 14. Uh, you could be right. I can't remember, Craig. Sorry. <laughs> it's, been, it's been catching me all year. And, of course, when you think about AIS basketball, which you and Simon Peters will be calling tomorrow for us, it is going to be a, 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 an interesting game because Townsville, after the last time they got beaten here at Canberra, and on that occasion they should have won, um, I wouldn't say so much tonight, <laughs> but uh, they really came back and gave Sydney Uni uh, a real uh, lesson. And uh, I think <laughs> Townsville, if uh, things keep going the way they are tonight, we're going to see the tube under the gun. Absolutely. If, if Townsville, uh, well, if Townsville lose this game, which in all likelihood they are, and if something major goes wrong, then the AIS tomorrow night are going to be having to uh, really be prepared to wear the, the defensive intensity and pressure. Now, we were talking before about the uh, shooting chart and just how much in and around the ring. Now, it's not under the ring as much as I thought it might have been, but it is just staggering to see. It's green dots at one end, and 48 isn't a, isn't a fantastic shooting percentage, but it's solid but red crosses on the other side. You almost can't see the green dots in some places right. because there's so many red crosses over that indicating the 18% shoot, shooting percentage. Well, that's, that's exactly right. If you look at the shot charts, which we've just lost again, but, uh, you know, it reflects the fact that Townsville are shooting at 18% compared to Canberra's 48%. And, uh, you know, it's just... Townsville, I don't know what Bucks would have said to them at the half-time break, but they really just need to look at this as a new game. You know, there's 20 minutes in the first half, get on with the job and come out starting again, uh, fresh, ready to play. Well, that's what uh, I'm sure Bucks is hoping as this road trip to the nation's capital is once again a long one for Townsville at the halfway point of game one. Cox, Krauss, Flanagan, Kerr and Lewis starting it up for the Townsville Fire. For the Capitals, it's Abrams, Bishop, Moose, Beatty and Hurst. Abrams to start it off, goes to the backcourt, gives it to Hurst. Hurst brings it down the right wing. Flanagan keeping her out there. Musselwhite cuts baseline but he's in the corner. Goes to Beatty at the top of the arc. Over the top to Abrams and oh, great work by Krauss then. Just this time working Beattie under the basket. Yeah, absolutely. She did a good job in defence then. As Flanagan kicks to Krauss now. Krauss a long way from home. 
Puts the ball on the floor, then kicks to the left side, gives it to Cox. Flanagan gets it back. Lewis is open for three. It's off the back of the iron. It was the right look, though, and Kerr manages to get the rebound. So Lewis now gets the ball from Kerr, who is in the paint double team, out to Flanagan. Hurst goes to Flanagan now. 15 seconds, and the pass goes right side to Lewis. Back to Kerr for three. No, from the charity stripe. Rattles in and out, and they get their second reset in this phase. Carrie Graff would be very unhappy with the two offensive boards. Krause just takes the hit from Beattie. No call there. Then puts it up. It goes straight over the basket and Abby Bishop comes up with it. So three attempts at the basket. Eventually no score resulting. Kerr tries to slap it away from Bishop. Oh, Flanagan reach in. Has to go back and get it. Then Abrams out to three-point territory. Bang. You almost don't want to interrupt the player if you think the three-point shot's going to go in. That's right. And that's the way Kelly Abrams started the game, as I recall, with a sweet three-pointer. As Cox bounced past, down low to Lewis. And Musselwhite gets in there. And I think uh, Bucks is thinking that Musselwhite needs some more energy. Mm. So McKeegan Roscoe is going to go in for the import of Lewis. Perhaps just a slightly wiser head needed here. I think so. I think Lewis tonight has shown perhaps some of her inexperience at this level and she's, her decision making hasn't been as sharp as it could be. Yep. As now Cox works on the left 45 then gives it oh, just getting stolen away that time by Kelly Abrams. Into the front court. Musselwhite is down in the corner. Over the top to Bishop on the left lane. Outside to Hurst. Back inside to Beattie now. Bishop trying to take position in the paint. She jacks up a prayer. I think what she was thinking was maybe Bishop had cut on the low side to get the rebound off the paint. She put up a long range shot. McKeek and Roscoe at the other end. Nails a three. Nice looking shot. All net. 46 plays 28. Importantly is the score line. With 7 minutes and 45 seconds left to go in the quarter. Hurst over the top goes to Bishop. Bishop now drives down the left lane, pulls up at Krause. Kick out goes to Musselwhite. Musselwhite gets the left hand dribble down that left hand lane. Can't bank it in. And Kerr makes the rebound. Goes to Flanagan now who brings it into the front court. He started on the right side, went to the left. Top of the key now is Kerr. Right side, Abrams gets a hand on the pass. That was intended for Cox, and it's over the sideline. Townsville will have the ball. 12 seconds left on the shot clock. Townsville's defensive intensity is much better in this, ha- uh, this start of this quarter, so that's uh, slowing Canberra's scoring output down a bit. McKeegan Roscoe now goes right side to Flanagan over the top. Krause has it knocked away and by Beattie. And it's four seconds left on the shot clock. You have to go into a Jackson play now, don't you, you with four seconds do. left? <laughs> Inbound ball to Cox, who drives into the charity oh, strike. Oh, jacked up a prayer. They can't get the rebound, though. Bishop goes to ground, and Krause steals the ball back, but I don't think they're going to have the basket. So. Yeah, Rowani Cox has been called for that one, Craig. That's going to be her fourth personal, I think. If not, it'll be her third. Check the stats. Well, I've got uh, Townsville with Cox on five. No, five against us. So that's her first. Her first person. Well, I'm, I didn't think that's right, but that's there what the stats are saying. <laughs> and there's a one held up by the scorer's bench. As they work down to the right-hand side, Pereira 
trying to get away from Cox now. Bounce pass to Bishop. Bishop back outside to Abrams as she works around to the left. Beatty trying to get the inbound ball, slaps it away as it got away from her. Crouch getting a hand in there. Goes to McKeek and Roscoe. Roscoe over the top goes to Kerr. Kerr dumps it back. Oh, they're throwing it away, Townsville now. It was ridiculous. And Pereira banks it in off the glass. Yeah, she did a good job then. Helped by the fact that the girls were running the lanes hard and the defence split, which gave her the open lane to the basket. As Kerr drives down the right lane, rejected by Beatty, the layup in the end. Townsville will still have it. 14 seconds left on the shot clock. It's 6.13 in the quarter. 48 plays 28. Caps still well in control. Kerr for three. All net. And that will be a confidence builder for the Townsville. Yeah, play. look, Canberra's communication on that. They just didn't get anyone fighting through that screen to get to that open shot. Pereira double team now. Had to go backwards, but she threw the ball in a prayer. Kerr had the hands in the air and it's going over the side. 48.30, 5 minutes 57. Yeah, Pereira's just got to stay out of the corners. You know that any time you put the ball in the corner there, you're going to get doubled. So. As a Bishop with the ball on the floor, hand back to Hurst. Hurst lobs over the top, using Beatty's height there. And oh, Flanagan now has been called for the foul. That'll be her second personal. As Rachel Flanagan looking frustrated. Inbound ball goes to Beatty. Back out to Abrams. Abrams thought of three. Takes on Cox. Gets inside. Cox. Well, I thought Cox's feet had got into Abrams, which caused the travel then. Mm. But the referees didn't see it that way. And we have an 18-point ball game with a defensive stop for Townsville. Inbound ball to Flanagan, then quickly on to McKeegan. Roscoe brings down the left lane. Then goes to Krause. Outside to Kerr. Right side to Cox. Cross court. Petey gets a hand on it, slaps it away. 12 seconds left on the shot clock. Townsville have had a lot of ball, but aren't scoring. Well, that's right. I mean, the positive is that they haven't gone any... Uh, the, the lead hasn't gone out anymore, but they haven't been able to make any inroads into it. 48. Uh, plays 35 points apiece. At this stage of the quarter, a long-range shot by McKeegan Roscoe is rebounded by Krause, handed off back to McKeegan Roscoe. Bounce pass goes back to Krause. She's still oh, long way away. Tries to reverse the layup as she takes them on. Beatty gets another hand in on it, and Pereira is off to the races again. Kick out to Hurst, and the charge has been called on Pereira. Flanagan picks herself up, not for the first time tonight. That's right, and Pereira really, you know, she was. Good job pushing the ball down the floor hard and, and kicked the ball out nicely to the open player on the wing, but unfortunately wasn't able to stop herself in time. Momentum carried her through. So it's Tolo back into the game now as Beattie sits down. Kerr comes out, so does McKeek and Roscoe as Lewis and uh, Tanya Smith come back in. Flanagan brings it down to the left side. Krause on the left lane, goes into the paint, trying to work on the inexperienced Tolo, but Tolo gets the rebound back after making it very difficult for her. Gives off to Hurst. Hurst pulls up at the elbow, right-hand side, inside to Tolo. Oh, and that's doing it at both ends there. Defence and offence by Mariana Tolo, who goes to 12 points for the game. Yeah, nice little feed from Hurst too then. She was very patient and waited for Tolo to establish position and just a nice little feed. Well, Flanagan just absolutely careened into Pereira then. That's Flanagan's 
think they've actually... Well, no, that's uh, Pereira, sorry. Second personal foul. And she sits down as... Uh, who stepped up then? Bibi, I think. Yep, Bibi. she is out there on the floor. And uh, Krauss sits down now as it is going to be Kerr, Cherie Smith... Uh, sorry, no, Cherie Smith, Cox... Tanya Smith. Cox puts up a prayer three and Abrams has been suckered in to fouling her. That's Abrams' third personal foul now. In a game of rugby tonight, it's a 20-point ball game, four minutes and 27 seconds left to go in the quarter and Cox is at the line to do it in uh, dead time. Oh, Well... She misses the first. That looked like one of those Korean double-handed pump shots <laughs> then. It's, it is. <laughs> and it doesn't go in either. Cox, I don't think she normally shoots like that. So she's changed it up and missed both of the charity. Tolo now, top of the arc. Then goes to Bibby. Bibby looking around, goes back to Abrams, top of the key. Then right side to Hurst. Hurst Flanagan watching her inside the Tolo. Tolo gets away from Tanya Smith but can't get it to drop. Tanya Smith does the rebound and kicks it to Flanagan. It's Lewis down the court and Lewis is called for a travel. I'm amazed. I didn't think she had the ball under control when uh, that travel was called. Yeah, I couldn't see through the play here, Craig. But um... Well, four minutes left to go. Flanagan sits down as... Uh, well, McKeegan Roscoe, this is the tallest lineup you'll see from Townsville as Lewis Cox, Cherie and Tanya Smith. Oh no, I guess it's not. They could still put Krause out there. Caps pushing it around. Oh, Bibby has it tapped away. So it's four seconds left on the shot clock. Abrams from downtown. It rattles away and Cox picks up the ball to carry it down. Kicks left side. McKeegan Roscoe just didn't get a good enough pass to be set then. Has to work back around the arc. Goes back to Cox. Good, nice little 12-foot jumper. She's really the only consistent scoring option that uh, Townsville have at this stage. The rest of the group just don't seem to be able to get into any sort of groove to create, you know, scoring opportunities either for themselves or for each other. 17 points for Cox. The next best is five for Annika Kerr. Bishop in the paint, rejected by Tanya Smith. Bishop does good enough to throw it back in, but in the end she threw it over the sideline because no one could get back to it. So Bishop, probably not her best game of the night. I'll try and get you some stats there because she has been very high on the double-double counts. Well, she has. And she's probably, I mean, she also hasn't played as many minutes tonight, so that's probably a factor in that. Yeah, bounce pass from Lewis. Goes down to Sheree Smith. Kick out to Tanya Smith. Goes back to Roscoe, who goes for three over the top of Bibby. It doesn't drop. And Bishop is able to close it up as Abby Bishop is on... Two points for the game. So a long way away. Four rebounds. Bibby over the top to Tolo on the right lane. Outside. Bishop thought about the three for a moment then. Goes to Abrams. Bishop sets the screen. Two seconds left. Good D. Tolo leaves the shot short. And, oh, back it counts. There's a pushing foul being called on Cherie Smith. No, it hasn't been. It's been called on McKeegan Roscoe. Timeout called by Coach Buckle. And that is the second personal foul on McKeegan Roscoe there. Uh, that's a very interesting one. The ball did hit the ring. It also hit the back iron. And, uh, well, the Caps played on there. 
That's right. It's, uh, I think that your point about Bishop being low on her numbers, the positive is that actually Tolo has really taken a big step up tonight. Yep. So that's a really good sign. And Tolo's one rebound away from a double-double too. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, what great signs. You've got Bishop who's probably not producing as much as we normally expect her to. She's, you know, played less minutes and what have you. But it's great to see that Tolo steps up and says, okay, so Bishop's not able to do what she needs to do for us tonight, so I'm going to step into it and just make make my contribution count. Um, you know, having said that, there's still a quarter and a bit to go. It's, I wouldn't be surprised if Abby walks away from this game with a double-double because <laughs> we just know the, the output that she can can produce in a very short period of time. Well, good news for the Townsville Fire. The shooting position percentage has risen. It's <laughs> now what? 20%. 20%, yeah. Look, you're just are not going to win games. Actually, you're not even going to compete. It's in 9 from 45. 9 from 45. Yeah. To give you, put that in perspective, the Caps are shooting at, as the uh, page refreshes on me so I won't go back, the Caps are shooting at 19 from 42. So Townsville, with more looks... Are just you know just uh, not, not hitting it yeah not hitting it so they, they've had the opportunities is the uh, is the uh, thing and they're not being bad choices in shot selection they're just Generally not going not. down yeah the bonus is made and we're 53 32 21 points of difference as Lewis goes right side McKeegan Roscoe goes to Krause back to Lewis Lewis needs to hit some threes here goes left goes right drives down the left hand lane well she doesn't have to have threes if she can lay she it in can like lay that. It up like that. Canberra comes back down the floor quickly in transition. Outside to Abrams, back to Bishop. Around the arc at the centre circle, back of the centre circle. It's Hurst who goes to Tolo, gets the handoff from her to the right side. Tolo goes to three, no one out of Krauss just did not guard her. And any girl a year out of the AIS is going to hit threes because she's just had three years of thousand shots a day. That's exactly right. And uh, it's great when you've got a girl that size who can knock down a three for you. Yeah, come on, Trace. We need a three-point <laughs> shootout here between you and Tolo. As Krauss goes right side, gives it to McKeegan Roscoe. Back off. Sheree Smith rolled that way. Kerr, uh, sorry, that's Lewis. Goes to Cox. Krauss double-teamed in the paint and makes the shot good, banking it in. 55 plays, 36 uh, one minute and ten seconds left to go in the quarter. Right side is Hurst. Goes into the corner now to Bibby. Then Tolo outside. Bishop three for Abrams. Tolo working hard. Can't pull up the defensive rebound. It's Cox on the floor. It gets it up into the hands now of Lewis who backs away. Goes to Cox. Cherie Smith on the baseline. A good 15 foot jump shot. Yeah, good transition from Townsville there. Rowan Cox is doing it all. Threw herself on the floor, got possession, kicked it out, ran the lane, found the open player and away you go. 11 from 47 now, Townsville, as Hurst has one rattle out. 34 seconds left to go in the half and Townsville are up to 23 shooting percentage as it's 47 for the Capitals and Abrams just slapping in there, knocking the ball over the side and Cox will inbound it for Townsville as Flanagan steps in for McKeegan Roscoe as Bucks wants to have a chat to McKeegan Roscoe about one of the uh, defensive uh, opportunities there that they missed. Cox looking to inbound the ball goes to Flanagan. Flanagan goes right side to Lewis. Lewis goes left for Flanagan three and maybe she finds the form now 
as Flanagan knocks it down. 55 plays 41. Abrams just skirting on the baseline. It's a back to Tolo. Back to Abrams. Six seconds left now as Abrams goes left, right. Bishop's in her way. She finally moves out the way. Rattles off the iron. Flanagan goes to the ground. It's tapped over the baseline from Bishop. And at the final break, it is 55-41 and a much more energised and enthusiastic Townsville fire in that last minute and a half. Absolutely, and I think, you know, once they've got a few shots to drop for them, it just makes things, you know, people get more confident, there's more energy, you know, there's more enthusiasm, so it started to generate some opportunities for them. I think Canberra probably became a little bit undisciplined in those last couple of minutes, and I think, you know, the timeouts come at a very good point for Canberra, uh, sorry, the, the quarter breaks come at a very good point for Canberra because uh, Townsville were just starting to get a little bit of momentum going their way, so, you know... They've got to really focus on keeping that going through this quarter time break. Yeah, looking at the scorers, and uh, it's an interesting tale of the tape because for the Capitals, their scoring is being led by Mariana Tolo with 12 points. Then Muscle White. Then you go down to six points now for Chantel Pereira. Then it's back to five for Abby Bishop, who's uh, starting to accumulate some now, (laughs) but has played a good role in uh, getting the ball around and assisting. And then three points for Tracy Beattie. And the Townsville side, it's 17 points to Rani Cox as she leads all scorers on the floor. And then you have next best, five points for Annika Kerr and also Jennifer Krause. Four points for Amy Lewis. Three points for Rachel Flanagan and Tanya Smith. And then two points apiece for Amy Lewis and also Cherie Smith. So the point scoring, as we've mentioned, is low. What about those rebound counts and turnovers? Yeah, look, just looking at that, as you can see in the turnover, uh, the rebounding, again, is fairly even. It's won the difference, 30 to 31. No, I guess the concern probably for Townsville... Oh, no, sorry, you know, the... That was a, I thought they had 25 offensive balls, and I'm thinking, hold on a second. But, um, you know, fairly even in, the, in that respect. In the turnover count, it's 7 to 9, so again, that's fairly even. Again, the points off the bench, you know, 28 for Canberra, 10 for um, um, Townsville, and in the paint as well, 26 to 12. And, you know, the scoring avenue for uh, Townsville is still clearly through Rowani Cox. But Townsville restart here as Flanagan gets in the bound ball from Lewis, Kraus, Cox and Cherie Smith are out there for the fire who work it around the arc, right to left. It's Flanagan, goes back right now. Cox goes to Kraus, the defence, Tolo, another steal as Tolo kicks it immediately in front of Bibby. Cox gives away the foul there. And uh, Bibby will go to the line because she was in the layup step. Interesting. Bishop is about was about to check in there within that first couple of seconds of the game. I think she was actually meant to start, <laughs> and uh, whatever's happened is that. Well, someone... if it was Tolo that started <laughs> for her, it's already paid off because that's Tolo's double double, I think, because that was a rebound she pulled down. Yes. And Bibby's going to go to the other. Bibby's going to go to the line. And makes the first. So Bibby moves to 12, 11 points for the game to equal Mariana Tolo on the scoreboard with this shot. It is good. 
And it's 57-41 with, uh, with 9 minutes and 35 seconds. Left to go in the game. Flanagan goes to the right side and Krause goes outside to Cherie Smith. Cox. Oh, she She's goes great. back, gets the ball herself. It drops and will shoot for the bonus. She's just great. She is so persistent and so competitive. And, you know, she just gets second effort after second effort after second effort. She was under so much pressure. Someone got a hand to it. She fumbled it. She re-picked it up and she just went hard. And, uh, you know, it's paying off for her. Cox doesn't make the bonus. And Bishop, she cleans up. Oh, kicks it quickly to Abrams. I know you've got some stats there for us. As Beatty at the top of the arc, hand off to uh, Hurst. Thought Hurst backed over the wrong side that time. Gets away from Flanagan, kick back Beatty. Beatty drives down at the uh, basket and makes the shot. So Tracy Beatty now goes to five points for the game. You I'm just going to say that Muscle White um, only played three minutes in that last quarter and hasn't started this quarter, so I wonder if they've made a decision to actually give her a fairly good break and may not play her again this quarter. As Cherie Smith, oh, she thought about it too much. Eventually, oh, the reverse layup from Krauss, who managed to pick up the rebound from Smith, did not fall, and the Caps have the ball back. Eight minutes and 35 seconds. 59 place 43 at Southern Cross Stadium. Capitals basketball on sportradio.com.au. Abrams goes to Hurst. Goes off to Bibby. Bibby's left hand jump shot unbelievably doesn't fall. And it is going to be Townsville who go again. Krauss in the paint. Oh, big time to set for a three. Hits the iron. And uh, Sharif Smith kicked that ball. It goes over the sideline. And it will be a fireball timeout called by Townsville. Yeah, and I was just thinking, Jess Bibby hasn't scored since the end of the first quarter. So she had 10 at the end of first quarter and uh, hasn't actually scored since then. So, but, yeah, well, she picked up those two. Oh, sorry, she did. Yeah, so she's 12 points, 12 points for the game. Yeah, uh, 12 points for the game. It's Tolo on 12 points, 8 points for Abrams. Muscle White, as you said, might be being rested for the rest of the game. She's on nine points already. Um, a long way from a double-double, so, you know, you don't put her out there for no. that sort of thing. Um, six points for Pereira, who's had a, a reasonably good energetic game out there tonight. And there's been times where she's that injection of enthusiasm and everything has worked out really, really well for her. 19 points for Rani Cox. And still, the next best on the floor for Stay Townsville right <laughs> is five points, and that's still McKeegan Rusco and also Annika Kerr. And Kerr hasn't been on the floor for a while. You're asking why? It's not because of foul count. She's only got two fouls. 59 plays 43 here at Southern Cross Stadium. All right, your coach Buckle, Michelle, what are you saying? Oh, look, I think, you know, 16 points eight minutes ago is certainly not beyond Townsville. So you, at this stage, you're just, you know, talking to them about, you know, effort, get after absolutely everything, defensive intensity, stay on the board, do all the little stuff. Stops and scores is what you want. The restart, Abrams, Beatty, uh, Hurst all share the ball. It gets to Beatty again. Abrams opens up a lane for Beatty that time. Uh, sorry, Beatty opens up a lane for Abrams that time. Abrams used it. And after a nice little zigzag, gets the layup, and it's 61-43. Abrams is looking to be much more of a scorer in this game than she has for most of this season. Well, Kerr 
Oh, not seven points yet as it rattles on the iron and falls away. Ball goes over the baseline after the Capitals touch it. So Townsville have a new 24-second clock. Roscoe goes in, gives it to Kraus. Kraus trying to get around Beattie. Beattie reaches in late. And for Tracy Beattie, that is foul number three. So 61-43 and Kraus will shoot. Two from the line. Abby Bishop looking to come in now as Kraus. Oh, if they're not going to make them from the line, though, Michelle, they're not going to come back in this game. And it's really just not Jennifer Krause's night. You look at her stats and she's, you know, on the board, she's doing a good job. She's sitting on eight. But, uh, you know, four and five points now as she nails that foul shot. It's just not the outfit you expect of Jennifer Krause. No, it's not. She's having a flat night, is uh, the American. And uh, as Abby Bishop checks in now, for Mariana Tolo. Abrams goes to Beatty. Beatty puts the ball on the floor, then kicks back outside to Bibby. Right side now to Hurst. Hurst goes to the charity stripe. Everyone runs away from her. Oh, bounces on the ring three times. Beatty and Bishop doing the rebounding there. It taps it back to Hurst and she kicks it back to Abrams. Abrams zigzagging outside the three-point arc, then kicks it right side to Bibby. Bibby now comes back, dumps off, great cut by Beattie. Yeah, look, great offensive execution there. That's obviously one of their set plays. Charge is called on Flanagan and she had just crossed the half. The Caps help pick up Natalie Hurst now as Rani Cox will sit down for the moment. Peter Buckle was not happy about that call. Well, it's 63-44. Wasn't it a 16-point ball game a moment ago? It was. They called the timeout and it's gone out to a 19-point game. Hurst puts the horns in the air. Kicks to Abby Bishop. Then to the right side, Hurst. Bibby in the corner right side. Bibby pulls up the elbow, dumps over to Biz. Oh, Beatty, she thought that was it. And Kerr wraps up the ball. Uh, Flanagan over the top, gives it to Krause. Krause banks it in. Didn't look confident, but it's 63-46 as Hurst now gets into trouble. Kerr, I thought, kicked at that ball then. She's trapped in the corner at McKeek and Roscoe. Taps it over the side. Taps with 16 seconds left. And Peter Buckle in animated discussion with Damien Nesmith. <laughs> As Pereira zigzag, shot from the elbow short. Krauss with the rebound, McKeegan Roscoe dribbling it into the front court now. In the corner is Kirby Bishop. Bishop bounce pass inside to Krauss, outside to Flanagan, inside to Bishop. And Bishop did well then with an offensive cut to find position in the paint. Yeah, Kirby Dalglish is really... Um on the short time she's been on the floor, she's made a bit of an impact. I think I said Kirby Bishop before, I didn't I? That's a uh, power steering rack <laughs> manufacturer. <laughs> Kirby Dalgleish is the player for the Townsville Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think Annika Kerr's just been blown for a foul there. As uh, Annika Kerr, third personal foul. As Hurst inbounds to Abby Bishop. Outside to Pereira, who gives herself room to work. Drives down the right lane, outside to Beatty. Beatty goes back.
to Bibi. Bibi puts up the shot and just not falling the normal expected way for Abby Bishop tonight. So she will work back in defence as Flanagan, watched by Hurst, goes to the right side. Kerr gets herself basket side and Beattie slaps the arm after the ball goes away. Well, that's what she tried to tell Claire Stevenson that time. Points count and it will be Kerr to the line. 63 to 50 and Coach Graff now pulls the ripcord. Absolutely, because as you said just a moment ago, it was a 19-point ball game and they've now got it back down to a 13-point ball game. So obviously Graff will be wanting to talk to the Capitals about uh, containing momentum swings, refocusing on what they need to do. I think that just in terms of the offensive discipline, Canberra is a little bit lazy and are just taking, I guess, the early shot, which, um, you know, in most circumstances, you want to, you can get those shots, I guess, you know, 18 seconds into your shot clock. So they'll just be talking about refocusing, refocusing defensively and picking the intensity up. But, uh, you know, good on Townsville. They've got it back down to 13 and there's still five minutes to go. And that's not beyond anyone. One other game in the uh, Australian Defence Force. WNBL tonight is the ABC2 game. Bendigo Spirit up against the Logan side. And uh, Bendigo at the long break was about 41 to 23. I'm just trying to update those stats for you now. And uh, we will hear how that game's progressing. Although both those teams... Below the Capitals, and unfortunately, some problems at Bendigo with the live stats at the moment. Here in Canberra, it's 63.50 with 5 minutes and 14 seconds with Annika Kerr to step up to the line. Now, if you know, do you keep stats for when the shooter's iced, when the shooter's not iced? Sorry? Do you... For calling a timeout in a oh, crunch yes. situation. Do you know when to call a timeout? On to, a nice to player. Ice the player. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kerr made the shot, which uh, makes the timeout null and void. And Capitals are working hard in offense because it is a re-energized uh, Townsville fireside. Ronnie oh, Cox steals the ball and will lay it up at the other end. She converts, and it's a ten-point ball game here with four minutes and forty-five seconds left to play. Townsville starting to press in the front court as a whistle on the play. Coach Buckle. Been given a warning, I believe. What did he do? I'm not entirely sure. Reset of the shot clock has been done. Ball will be from the side, and the Caps will have it in the backcourt. It goes to Hurst now. Brings it into the front court. Double team and the corner of the front court. Bishop now getting it. Goes to Abrams. Abrams had a moment by herself. Kick off to Bishop. Back to Abrams. Over the top to Tolo. Tolo, oh, her pass got into the net. Hurst was underneath there. Bishop for three, doesn't fall, and Krauss picks it up. She gives it to Flanagan along the baseline now. Push forward, goes to Kirby Dalgleish. Dalgleish, bounce pass inside to Kerr. Kerr tried the reverse layup. Bishop pulls it down, immediately gives it to Abrams, and we're into the front court once again. Abrams has shown her experience then. She just really controlled that tempo and decided to go the half-court game against these girls for a bit. As Abrams, oh, she throws it, trying to get it inside the Tolo. Cox, with that great vertical leap, gets a touch on it, and it's over the sideline. So, Bishop inside to Pereira. Pereira looking to go to Tolo. Bounce passes to her. 
Pereira. Oh, it just worked in the paint. Took a step one way, zigzag back the other and makes the basket. It's Tolo, 14 points for the game. Three players in double figures for the Capitals as Krause, well, she's trying to get her numbers up. And again, the ball's over the baseline and it doesn't go the Townsville way after there was a lot of banging and barging for the ball. And 3 minutes 32, Coach Buckle plays a big move here. He calls his timeout. Absolutely. 12 last timeout. Last timeout, the Titan. And I suppose, you know, 12 points with three and a half minutes. He really needs to, you know, talk to the girls about getting the job done. And, and he's got to call the timeout. He might want to change up his defence or he might be looking to run something in particular offensively to get them some quick hit scores. So he'll really just be talking, about, I think, tactically here. I think the effort and the intensity that Townsville's picked up in the last bit has been great, but it'll be a tactical discussion here at the moment. Well, it's 65 plays, 53. Just looking. Krause has moved now to seven points in this rally she's had in this final quarter. It's 21 points to Rani Cox. Eight points now for Annika Kerr. Then it's seven for Krause. And then forget the rest. Oh, five for McKeegan Rusko. But that hasn't moved for a long, long time. No. Canberra, well, three players in double figures. It's Tolo with 14. 12 for uh, Bibby. 10 for Abrams. It's a nice even spread from your, uh, well, from a couple of veterans and one relatively newcomer, certainly a newcomer to this program. Muscle White's come back onto the floor for Canberra out of that break. Well, that's uh, maybe just looking for a nail in the cover because Muscle White has gone to a favourite position <laughs> in the corner for the three. As Hurst, she zigzags around Tolo, then gives it back to Tolo, goes to Muscle White, who's come out of the corner. Bishop's on the right lane. Ball stripped by Kerr. Lewis, what can she do? Abrams in front of her. Oh, the bounce pass went to Hurst. Tapped away, and Lewis has been called for the foul. McKeegan Roscoe is out there again. And once again, Amy Lewis, a young player from the United States, just, uh, just getting the pressure of top five basketball in the WNBL. I think so. It's just, you know, a little bit of inexperience, bit of pre- under quite a bit of pressure and uh, just not making some decisions that you would want an NBL player to make. As Abrams working around, working McKeegan and Roscoe over. Kerr gets a tap in again and Cox is off to the races. Takes on Hurst. Points will count as Hurst is called for a reach-in foul. And that was pretty soft, but it wasn't enough to stop Kerr. If you're going to foul, you want to make it. Hurt. That's right. And, uh, you know, Rowani again, she's... That's 23 points to the game with a shot to come. Yeah, and her work, work rate is just phenomenal. Yep. Down to single figures if she knocks this one down. Unfortunately, she oh. doesn't. Oh, Moose almost takes an elbow from Jennifer Krause in the head. Abrams... Getting the call over the top, Tolo. Tolo hands back to Abrams now. Abrams just trying to run this shot clock down with two and a half minutes left. Muscle White forward, back, full swivel on the elbow, left side, and she nails it. She does, and she can score when you need a score. 67 to 55, Flanagan carries it down, lays it in. 67, 57, 10 point ball game, two minutes 18 left. And both teams sitting on 14 fouls. That's right. So, you know, Townsville get a stop this possession and convert it, then, you know, it's still doable. Bishop in the paint. 
Kick out to Abrams. Goes left and finds Musselwhite inside to Bishop. Musselwhite tried to cut baseline but couldn't get there. So Bishop over the top of Krauss and Kerr makes the shot. 69-57 inside the last two minutes. It's a nice efficient finish by Abby Bishop then as Krauss gets a great feed from Flanagan and just converts it. Yeah. Going basket to basket here. And why wasn't this the Townsville we saw in the first quarter as uh, Kerr... She was laughing then. She just ran straight into Natalie Hurst. And that is Kerr out of the game, importantly. Well, that's Kerr. right. Well, that puts them into the bonus too. So it's costly because Kerr was part of this revival as well. Exactly. And she's the sort of player that, um, you know, when you're trying to get back a lead, she'll create steals for you. She'll get on the boards and get possession for you. So, um, you know, that's, that's a bit of a loss for them. But, you know, Townsville are in a position where they've just got to play that hard, aggressive defence. And uh, that, unfortunately, results in fouls sometimes. It has on this occasion. Tolo got a hand on the inbound pass to Flanagan, but Flanagan was able to get back to it. Flanagan now brings it into the front court. 71 plays 59 here with a minute and a half to go. Oh, who was Bishop tapped that one away as it was going around the back of Krauss looking for McKeegan Roscoe. And uh, it, in the end, goes over the side. Inbound ball over the top to Krauss. She's a long way from home. Goes to the left side now. McKeegan Roscoe into the cherry stripe is Cox. Takes on uh, Moose and Moose. Well, she hits the ground. I think that's the first time tonight Moose has hit the ground. I think you could be right, Craig. It's a late call at a minute 22 the game started. <laughs> 71 plays 59. The Caps have it under control, but Cox will try to close it down again under the, uh, well, under the uh, relatively smooth conditions of a charity. First one goes in, second one is good, and it's 10 points once again. Hurst brings the ball straight down the centre. Well, she had to fade away to the left in the end. Abrams comes out, helps. Abrams bounce pass Bishop. Bishop went to go for the hold back, then came to the left side from the right, kicks it back to Abrams for three. And with a minute left, it's 74, play 61. Hurst goes to the floor, Flanagan. Oh, I thought she was going all the way then, outlet. To Cherie Smith, he gives it to McEek and Roscoe, and that's a big three, so it's still shot for shot. That's right. Still ten points of difference here. But 50 seconds left as Hurst works it to the right side. She comes back to the centre, gets the screen from Tolo, goes to Tolo. Now, Tolo should have taken a three then. Decides not to, goes back to Abrams. Abrams goes to Bishop. Bishop's on the right-hand lane, shoots over the top of Cherie Smith, leaves it short. Moose comes up with it and it's three seconds the difference. Oh, no, it's not. It's five seconds the difference on the shot clock to the game clock. 23 seconds left. Hurst is running it down now. Hurst goes to the right-hand side. Tolo tries to find something in the paint. Can't do it. Hurst goes back to Musselwhite. Musselwhite has the ball stripped by McKeegan Roscoe. And Musselwhite will shoot for two. As that's only the... Well, it's McKeegan Roscoe's second personal foul. I thought she got one earlier tonight, but uh, the, uh, the second one earlier tonight, but it's uh, obviously not. But Moose goes to the line and makes the first. Moose is uh, shooting at 
Come on, update. Muscle White. Oh, Muscle White gets the ball back. She's going to keep it in the backcourt. And the Capitals will win it. It's a big win in the end. 12 points as Capitals take back second position. Peter Buckle and Nikki Basso have a long night ahead till AIS tomorrow night. And the Capitals have a lot of confidence coming into this Christmas break with another win to the Capitals here at Southern Cross Stadium. And importantly, that gives them looking at final positions for the final four. It's an important split to get against Townsville. So Capitals will be really, really pleased with that win. I think, you know, in all fairness, the shooting percentage that um, they were Townsville were running at in the first half to only go down by 12 points in the end is a good effort. They really came out in that second half and uh, worked hard to get themselves back into that game and uh, they did a good job of that, unfortunately. It wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. You can't play half a game of basketball in the WNBL. Absolutely can't play half and a game And in this game, it was only about a quarter and a bit. No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, true. You're going to have a chat to some of the players here on tonight's game, Michelle, as I will look at some of the other stats of interest and uh, just looking at scorers for the Capitals. It's 14 points for Mariana Tolo, top scorer for the Capitals. 13 points for Kelly Abrams and Michelle Musselwhite. Then it's 12 points for Jess Bibby. Seven, seven points tonight for Abby Bibby. Then it's four points for Natalie Hurst. And uh, also seven points for Tracy Beatty, I should add. So double-double-wise, one double-double for the Capitals. Mariana Tolo picking up the double-double tonight for the Capitals. As we look at... The Townsville Fire Stats, who, well, in the end, started to get their shooting percentage up, but unfortunately, the Caps were always shooting around that 45% right the way through the game. Townsville, leading scorer on the floor, Rani Cox, with 25 points. Nine points for Jennifer Krause. Eight points apiece for uh, McKee, Kate McKeegan Roscoe and also Annika Kerr. Then it's back to five points for Rachel Flanagan. Two po- uh, three points for Tanya Smith and two points apiece for Kirby Dalgleish, Cherie Smith and also Amy Lewis. A disappointing game for Amy Lewis tonight, I must say. One du- no double-doubles in this Townsville lineup. although Krause did pick up ten rebounds and nine points. So Krause came back in the end with a good performance, but uh, it was not enough at the end of the game. Looking at the stats, 34 for Townsville to 45 for the Caps in field goals. 58% and steals 6 to 4 Caps way, assists 9 to 5 Townsville's way and turnovers 12 to 10 Townsville's way. Fouls in the end 21 to 20 and points in the paint, this is a big one, 36 to 28, second chance points 4 to 2 and points off turnovers 4 to 2 as well so if the Caps would be happy with that performance, there's no doubt about that they really were 
on the top of their game. Unbelievable stat for Mariana Tolo that I haven't mentioned already is six block shots for Tolo, two to Bishop and one to Beattie. Rani Cox picking up two for the Townsville Fire with two steals. Kelly Abrams with three steals. Kelly Abrams with two assists and Rachel Flanagan with six of the nine assists for the Townsville Fire. A big night. We'll hear from Michelle with the coaches and also with some of the players from the Canberra Transact Capitals now. Graffy, that's a really important win for you guys tonight. That's two up against Townsville, so coming down the stretch, that puts you in a good position for final position. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that means we've got the split on now. We go back up there later in the year after playing a game at home, so it's going to be tough up there in Townsville, but we've got the split and we've got the, the win, which is huge for us. I mean, I think defensively we were tough tonight. We held them to 64. They probably got, a, you know, got away from us a little bit. In that, uh, you know, in a few of the stretches where they, you know, put on some points, but 64—that's, you know, our target under 65. Well, they shot at 18% for the first half, and that reflected the defensive pressure that you put them under. Yeah, it did. Look, I mean, you know, Rowie Cox had a pretty good game, but she had to work for everything she got. She didn't get too many wide open looks. I mean, she got that three just before half time to cut the lead, but other than that, she wasn't. You know, she had to work for everything. She had to work in the post. She didn't get a lot of penetrations. You know, she got some some free throws early when we we're in the bonus, but. Um, you know, she's a star player, but we made her work for it. And credit to Kelly Abrams. Certainly she got a lot of help defensively from people, but with most not uh, at full fitness, she had a fairly heavy workload tonight on court. Yeah, she did, you know. I mean, we've got to try and limit Moussa's uh, minutes. And, you know, like I say, it was up to Abs to, to play the bulk of those minutes. You know, she was getting fatigued, but great defenders find a way. You know, they get they got gas in the tank, and it's like when shooters get the ball, when defenders are guarding that stud, they uh, suddenly get some energy. So, you know, I don't know how many points Cox ended up with, but, you know, Abs made it work for me. Our team's ball pressure was pretty good. And Tolo was good for you with Bishop getting those couple of early fouls. She came in and she really contributed offensively on, on the scoring uh, scoreline, but also defensively she was very good. She was. Look, I think she, she grew a bit tonight. You know, she really matured. I think, you know, she's been finding her feet coming out of the Institute and playing with us, and I think she played much more like the play she was last year. She was poised in the post, like you say, some really good help defence, made some big blocks inside, and you know, she's really starting to get a feel for our system and our team, and she's getting a little stronger, but she showed much more of the Tolo that we saw at the AS last year. Well, good job and congratulations. Thank you. Kelly, that was a really important win for you guys tonight in terms of the season. Yeah, it was huge, uh, you know, to get away with a 10-point win. I don't really think that indicated how well we played tonight. Um, again, you know, we did a great defensive effort, and I think we, our pressure applied um, that we applied was, uh, was super. Absolutely. They shot at 18% for the first half, and that was reflective of the fact that the defensive pressure was great. And you on Rowani Cox, well, she, I think she ended up with about 23, but, God, you made her work hard for him all night. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. She's always going to end up with points, no matter how you play her, but... Uh, you know, at the end of the day, as long as we get the win, um, I'm happy with that. Yeah, and the other thing, I think tonight you started to look more relaxed offensively. You were taking shots that were coming your way and looking to be to take your natural scoring game, I think. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, when I, when I focus on a, doing a job defensively, my offense sort of comes with that. So, um, you know, I was pretty happy with my performance tonight. But again, you know, it's a great team effort. It is. Well, good win and thanks for talking to us. Thanks. Peter, it's a bit hard to win games when you shoot 18% for a half, isn't it? Yes, that's exactly right. Um, I mean, nothing was dropping for you, but the Canberra's defensive pressure was probably taking you out a bit of what you, the shots you'd normally get. 
Yeah, I thought, you know what, I thought we were, we were made some really good efforts and some plays and we were attacking. But, you know, part of being attacking is to complete the plays, to slow down and have that poise to finish. And, and uh, I think it was a rush. It wasn't that we were pushed out of our staff. It was that, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we, you know, maybe it was a little panic against the, you know, when the guards went in there against their bigs. But it was a little uh, rush to complete the plays. And, and, you know, so how many one-footers did we miss? A truckload. Absolutely. And I guess, you know, the positive, though, is that to go down by 12 when, you know, the first half was pretty disastrous for you was a good effort and showed some persistence. Yeah, and look, that's exactly right. There's no doubt about that. I, you know, I was very happy with that. I think we made some great efforts. And we, but, you know, like, it's, it's still the thing it, uh, uh, that we're learning to do, you know, like, it's about to be attacking and not get pushed out, but not to get to the rush. And, and uh, that way we get the advantage of what we want. We get uh, the score or the, you know, the, the, the attacking play that we want, and it's much more precise. Um, you know, even within all that, we shoot an 18%, we still have them at 76, and so the D wasn't too bad. At times we broke down, I think, on the fast break, but it, but it wasn't too bad. But, uh, you know, it's just that little bit of composure. Absolutely, and I guess, you know, you've got tomorrow night, you've got to back up against the AIS, so, you know, you take the positives out of this one, move on to the next game and go from there. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah we've got to back it up and beat the chute. Right, thanks for your time, Buck. Thanks, mate. Good game, Ronnie. You ended up with 23, but I guess the disappointing thing is to not get the win tonight. Yeah, you know, we wanted to come here and, and sort of give Canberra one back because we owed them, but, you know, they were the uh, better team on the day, and, yeah, we lost by 12, so, you know... You have to be pleased, though. I mean, you shot at 18% for the first half and were down by, I think it was 20, 21, something like that. So, so to come back and persist and get it back to 12, that's a good effort and it's a good sign. Yeah, I mean, like with, with any team, it's so hard to play catch-up basketball. But, you know, we try to come back and stuff. But, yeah, Canberra just, you know, played well as a team and that's what we need to work on. And tomorrow night you've got the Institute, so you really go out tomorrow night and get one back, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we lost tonight. We're going to go out there and play really hard and, and, and see, see how we go. Thanks for your time. Okay, thank you. Mariana, good game tonight from you. I think you really stepped up playing some extra minutes and contributed both uh, on the scoreboard, on the boards, but also defensively you were fairly intimidating. Um, yeah, well, I had a good hair against Townsville last time, so I guess that gave me a bit of confidence to um, know what I could do. And, you know, I just figured to go out there and give it my all and have nothing to hold back. You, you certainly are starting to, I guess, find your way in this group. You seem to get more comfortable every week. Are you starting to feel more comfortable coming sort of out of the chute into a new team, into a new environment? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's been such a good transition. Like, um, Graffy and all the players and all the staff have really helped. and It's been so good. And I've, I'm finally getting my groove and, you know, learning how to work with the team and work in the plays and play some defense and stuff. So it's working well, yeah. And offensively, you know, it was good to see you going hard, you know, back to the basket, moves, putting the ball on the floor and penetrating, but you're also stepping out to the three-point line, which is nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I always, like, you see the players step off and you're like, oh, stuff them, I'm going to shoot it, like, yeah, to make them close out next time. So, you know, you got to try it. Like, tonight I was just like, just do it, whatever you feel like, like, go for it, yeah. Absolutely, because it makes them happen to play. Well, good game and yeah. thanks for your time. Thank you very much. I had fun. Thanks. Solid and tradesmen-like as we have come to expect from this very well-drilled and disciplined team, keeping the opposition to uh, a low 60. And uh, for the Townsville Fire, one and a half quarters is not enough. It's not enough in this league. And I think, as Graffy said, she was very pleased with the 64 points to Townsville and the way that they played generally. Um, And, you know, 
any team that shoots 18% in the first first half of the game is not going to be able to get uh, get a win on the board. But, you know, Bucks was pretty, um, I guess, philosophical about it. Um, there were some positives out of it. He, he touched on the fact that, you know, he thought that they were a bit rushed and that was possibly a reflection of some of the inexperience that some of the players in the Townsville Fire have. So. Because there's a lot of players in the Townsville Fire that have a lot of experience. There is. Therese Smith, yep. Jennifer Krause, Annika Kerr, mm. uh, you know, you... McKeegan, Roscoe, a couple of mm. Olympics there. Yeah, and um. I think another factor that hurt Townsville obviously was Jennifer Krause getting those early fouls and took her out of the game early and she struggled a bit to get back into it, but certainly coming down the stress, she was a, um, a key contributor for them. She was indeed. Michelle, it is going to be an interesting night tomorrow night. 1,250 people in watching the Capitals tonight at Southern Cross Stadium. Probably 125 will be in there <laughs> tomorrow night, but it will be an important matchup in this Defence Jobs WNBL because Townsville need to make sure they get a win and the AIS will be determined not to give them any sniff. Absolutely, and, and Townsville do. They've got a tough run coming into Christmas. I think they've got five games, including tonight, coming into Christmas. So they have to get tomorrow night against the AIS. And, uh, you know, they'll be disappointed they drop this one, but they'll be back out there tomorrow night to do their best. They will be, and we'll have all the action on sportradio.com.au with Simon Peters and Michelle Hocking calling all the action. On behalf of Michelle Hocking, I'm Craig Ravel signing off from the Southern Cross Stadium where it was the Capitals taking the victory tonight, 76-64. to 64. Bye now.